What's good creatives? It's Psychedella here with another episode of the Art Life Podcast. And we're coming to you from the year 2022. Yeah, we made it. We made it. We made it. We made it through 2021. We made it through more pandemic crap. And we're here now. The two weeks since the last podcast episode have passed. If you got to listen to that episode, let me know if you did anything like you wanted to do in 2022. Did you live a typical 2022 day at some point in those two weeks? Just, you know, modeling what you imagine for yourself. I did. I actually got to it the day after the podcast because I just felt almost like I expressed it out loud. So now I have to do it right. And yeah, even other days have looked even more filled with work and, you know, just fullness than I could even imagine. So it's been going great for me in terms of productivity and I'm excited to be in 2022 now and I'm excited that we're all here. And also, I just wrapped up celebrating Kwanzaa for the first time and it was a wonderful experience so I'm gonna recap my Kwanzaa for you. Now a typical greeting for Kwanzaa is Heriza Kwanzaa which is Happy Kwanzaa in Swahili which inspired the title of this episode. So you're listening to episode 2 Heriza Kwanzaa and a Happy New Year. So it's the start of a new year and I just wrapped up celebrating Kwanzaa for the first time which was it was just cool man it was really really cool especially as a black person as part of the African diaspora as part of the black people who were taken over in the transatlantic slave trade just doing anything to get back to our roots feels good and i don't think black people do it enough i feel like we could definitely connect with traditionally african things more or just general principles because these are general principles that are good for anyone and if you are a human being and just part of the human race you can learn something from kwanzaa but particularly for people whose history has been stripped away from them their names erased their religion erased, like everything erased, it feels very grounding and rooting to practice something like this and for seven days in a row. You know, just the consistency of it is so refreshing because I don't know why in Christianity we don't have more days long of things. I feel like the celebrations are just like a one-day thing. I guess there's Easter for longer things, but yeah, overall, it just kind of feels like a one-day thing, and we're also very removed from the meat of it, I feel like. A lot of Christians, or people who celebrate Christmas, rather, are not really thinking about the Christness of it, you know? Whereas with this, I feel very tied to the Africanness of it, Like it hasn't been lost in translation and prettied up with some, you know, frivolous things like 
a Santa Claus and these jingle bells and whatever. You know, this is very much about what originated it, which is the fight for freedom. Black people connecting with their roots, black people feeling ostracized, the Black Panther movement in the 60s, activism for or civil rights, human rights, just human rights, really, which we're still fighting for. So anything African, anything African at all feels good. The words used in Kwanzaa are from Swahili. So even just saying African things. When was the last time you said an African word? And I'm not talking about Africans. I'm talking about North Americans and Caribbean people, because that's mainly where black people have gone to, or even like Brazilian people. When last have you really said an African word or how many African words do you know? Now, I know at least seven because I know the principles and the seven principles are called Nguzo Saba. That's the term. And let's, let's go through them. Let's go through what the principles are. So the first principle is Umoja, which is unity. That's day one. Then you have Kujichagulia. It's a long word and it looks complicated at first, but you eventually get the hang of it. Kujichagulia, which means self-determination. That's day two. Ujima means collective work and responsibility. And that is day three. Ujama is cooperative economics, day four. Nia is purpose, day five. Kuumba is creativity, day six. And Imani is faith, day seven. I'm just remembering it from the top of my head now, which is really nice to compare to a week ago where I had to read it off a list to know what I was talking about. No, like it's just in my brain. So feeling blessed just in this moment for education in general. So yeah, to go over them, that is unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. Now, doesn't that just sound so beautiful, like full up of beauty, just sound full up of beauty, just hearing those seven words in a sequence, it just gives you the vibes that you're going to care about something, you know, you're going to really like think harder, feel harder, and just put more of yourself into caring about something, you know, unity, unity is really what Kwanzaa is all about. Kwanzaa mentions community pretty much for everything, even the individual principles, like the principles that have to do with you and yourself, self-determination, purpose, you know, to some extent, creativity. It's all about the community. Your self-determination is so that you can push forward and do your best as yourself for your community. Your purpose is for you to find what you are put on this earth to do for your community and for future generations and for Mother Earth itself. 
creativity. In fact, there was a reading that I did and I have it in my video. By the way, I vlogged the whole experience. It's over on my YouTube. I'm plugging it right now. Plugging it. Plugging it. Go check out my YouTube. The whole Kwanzaa breakdown is over there. Just me and Kwanzaa, day one to seven. <laughs> my whole experience. And it's mainly just me talking about what I feel about each principle. And um, for creativity, they were saying that it is essentially looked at as an ethical responsibility an ethical obligation like you must you must be creative you must apply creativity to your community and leave it in a better state than you found it so yeah when i think about the principles it is so about something bigger than me that it makes me want to work harder in general it makes me want to just develop better as a person and, you know, put my all in more and realize my privilege because people, people, black people, descendants of immigrants even, not just black people, but especially my black people because, you know, we have so much trauma in our veins still from everything that they tried to take from us. So much damage done. Incredible amounts of damage done <laughs> that we're still recovering from it's fucked up it's incredibly fucked up so maga say it it fuck up it fuck up anyone in this position we have to acknowledge how privileged we are to be in 2022 especially creatives we're able to be creative we're able to you know make this the thing that we do the thing that sustains our living and just the freedom to express ourselves because 200 years ago black people could not have been this we couldn't have been scientists we couldn't have been painters we couldn't have been making laws and applying creativity into that like nothing you know so even just being here right now me being here right now I feel so privileged and I feel like the manifestation of the vision that our ancestors had for us. The very vision that brought them through. The very faith that they held that it will get better. That even though everything is so horrible right now, there is better. Better must come. Better must come. And we are the better. And we have better to give. So everything is really about unity and community, as well as acknowledgement of our history, our past. Acknowledging the trauma, yes, because there's a lot of trauma. And so there's a lot of work to do. But we're doing it. We're doing it. And we're going to continue to do it. So, yes, I think in general, Kwanzaa is just... A beautiful celebration of values, human values. If you can't relate <laughs> to being, you know, a marginalized group or anything like that, just think about the human race, yo. The whole human race, all of it, all of humans. What can you do? 
What can you do to unify humans? Unity, self-determination, you apply that within yourself for your community because we're in a very individualistic society, right? At least in the capitalist West. And so you're probably not thinking about your community that much or you think of it in just such a far removed thing. You make a lot of money and then maybe you're going to give a little money to this thing, but you're hardly involved, you know. But from the heart, think about your community and feel pushed to determine yourself to do things for your community. Then you have collective work and responsibility. Straight up, if you feel responsible for your community, you're going to care and you're going to put in the work and you're going to try and work together and take on your community's problems as if they were your problems. What if we really thought that way? What if we really sat back and took on problems that we see out there affecting or particular group of people and pretended that that was the problem we were dealing with right now or that was a set of problems that we were facing how would you treat it you know and I need so much work on this I feel quite absorbed by individuality to the point of like individualism like it's now a bit of an ism where I'm just like so me 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 and my life And I'm not thinking about my community enough. So yes, that's something to definitely be worked on and be considered, especially in these Western kind of cultures. Then we have cooperative economics. Somewhere else that I need to work on. Because I just don't feel like I'm out here supporting my own. I'm not supporting black businesses enough I probably feel like I really truly have ever like ordered a product from what I know to be a black business once and it was a piece of art with a black person in it. I mainly got it because it was black art, you know, by a black artist, which is important and I want to continue making purchases like that. But just in general, like if there is something that you want Even with the little inconveniences like, you know, the delivery time taking long or maybe it costs a little more than it does on Amazon. But it's like community, community people. We care about the community and we have to support our own and we have to support each other. All other ethnicities do this. It's not weird. It's not strange. They are out here supporting each other. You know, I also know there's a lack of just infrastructure for black people because America is literally designed for us to be lesser, right? For us to definitely not be living as well as the white man. No way, no way. So that makes it really hard. It makes it hard to have businesses like no one's trying to give us loans, like, you know, stupid problems like this. That should not be affecting humans. This is why we have human rights movements. Because it's just like, yo, I'm alive. The fact that I'm alive and I'm a human means I'm supposed to be able to live like this and this and this. And no way should I be living like this and this and this. 
So yes, being more aware of black businesses in general is on my to-do list. And also in my video for Cooperative Economics Day 4, I talk about women in economics. Like, we need to be open there more. I feel like now more than ever, luckily, we have women organizing, coming together and deciding to, you know, fulfill a project and organize anything, anything at all, whether it's profitable or not. And that's a beautiful thing because we have as many educated women as we have ever had in terms of, you know, this kind of education where you read books and take exams and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, the spirit of woman, I feel like it's not the same as the white man world we live in. The economics we know is some white man shit. You know, there's a sisterhood with women, there's a nurture, there's a care, especially black women. Black women really get it. And if there wasn't so much trauma and bullshit going on in their lives that they had to care about, then I think they could really center themselves more on coming together collectively and organizing and doing, especially in the business sector, you know, business where we can grow and improve our lifestyles and support our families. So just the spirit of togetherness and nurture as opposed to greed and competition I'm with that. I'm with that. I want to see the switch. I want to I want to feel better about economics in general. So, yeah, cooperative economics. Then day 5 is purpose. And that's something I feel like I have really thought about as a person over the years. Just what is my purpose? Didn't really feel like I had a calling as a child, but you know, after reading some self-help books and seeing some videos and stuff, I came to terms with how much music feels like my purpose. And I I do believe it's an ever-evolving thing. It doesn't have to be like, this is the only thing now. You're always just adding on to it. I don't think it ever really disappears. If something was really meant for you and you're supposed to be doing this on the planet then you can always go back to that. But you might discover even another thing and you can basically add that to the list. And in my video for day five purpose, we went through the Ikigai method. Ikigai means reason for being. It's a Japanese term. And yeah, it's just this exercise where you boil down what your purpose is based on listing a bunch of things about yourself and what you love and what you're good at, what you get paid for and what you think the world needs. So yeah, try out the exercise, look up Ikigai, um, check out my video on YouTube and yeah, figure out your purpose so that you can provide for your community in the way that you are meant to you know we're not all supposed to be doing the same exact thing so flesh it out figure out who you feel like you are it's a journey it's a process so day six was creativity and 
it was very interesting to read about how in ancient Egypt they saw creativity as an ethical obligation. Like you must apply creativity. And it's just thought to be a necessity for keeping the balance of energy, just spiritual energy. It feels like to make art is to really manifest. It is to concentrate energy into a physical thing that can be experienced by others. It's a form of communication. It's a way of engaging our senses and making them literally feel better. Like when you look at beautiful things, when you hear beautiful things, smell beautiful things, feel beautiful things. And oh my God, what's the last sense? What am I missing out? Sight, sound, touch or feel. Oh, taste. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yes, when you taste beautiful things. Mm, don't we love food? Mm. Anyways, <laughs> for my foodies, we love that. That is all from creativity. That is all experiencing beauty in this physical plane. And so we have a responsibility to make our experience here beautiful, especially when we have been torn apart and when we have such a, uh, you know, dark history. We need to make creativity part of our rebuilding and just getting back to the strength of unity. So it was very beautiful to read about how important they viewed creativity to be and how you should leave your environment even better than you found it because it was left better for you right now. Everything we are experiencing right now was left by our ancestors who did not have it this way. They paved the way to where we are now. So big them up all the time. They are always with you. They're always inside of us. And Kwanzaa is inspiring me to really sit in that connection and strengthen it and use it as a guide more and more and more. And the final day, day seven is faith and you know that pretty much speaks for itself our ancestors had to have faith loads of faith hope and faith and all of those things that feel so intangible and so unsure but it had to be there to get through you know what i looked at the other day the prince of egypt the song um Miracles, is it called Miracles? There can be miracles. That song. The lyrics are so inspiring. They're so, jeez, my heart melts when I think about it. Like going through them. Many nights we prayed with no proof anyone could hear. We were moving mountains long before we knew we could. Like, these are the kinds of lyrics. I was just like, geez. Like, having no fear, even though there's much reason to have fear. And knowing that there can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is frail, it's hard to kill. Jeez. Talk about lyrics. Big up the writers. Big up the writing team for that song. 
Yes, faith, faith, faith in ourselves, faith in our day to day. I feel like my relationship with faith has blossomed really recently over the past few years. And just thinking about it day to day, thinking about how blessed I am and how blessed I will continue to be. Count your blessings, people, count your blessings. Yeah, man, have faith. And especially my creatives who are out here pushing a project, pushing something to show that they are here to do art and they are here to provide for the community through their creativity. Have faith that it is working out. You know, if you're not seeing exactly the results you thought you would or anything like that, just have faith. It's going to work out and just keep going. Self-determination while believing in your purpose and doing your part to be your best self so that you can do the best things for your community as you take on collective work and responsibility and engage in cooperative economics so that you know you can make your money and sustain yourself and help the community make their money and sustain themselves all in the name of unity Right there, my name off all of the principal them. That's all seven principles. Beautiful, beautiful. Love Kwanzaa, love Kwanzaa. It was a great experience. So yeah, my black people, please look into it. Please look into it. If it's even to know any little thing, any little African word, just something. Something more than just Christmas. Because it doesn't counteract Christmas, you know. You can celebrate Christmas and jump right into Kwanzaa Unboxing Day. It's December 26th to January 1st. So, yeah. At the ending of every year, you can just feel the vibes of Kwanzaa. So I urge my black people to look into it. And for anyone else, just think about your people. And maybe for you, you know, you're not so much from a marginalized group or anything. Just think about the human race and how you can apply these wonderful life and human principles to the human race and to Mother Earth. So yes, that is my recap of Kwanzaa. Ah, so yes, Kwanzaa was really enlightening and these are things that I am bringing into 2022 now that we are here the last day of Kwanzaa was New Year's Day which I think is really great too I I am with this (laughs) I got to say I'm just with the timing of Kwanzaa and the principles and just the lineup with New Year's Day being the last day of that, but the first day of the new year. So it almost feels like you climb the Kwanzaa mountain and you feel good about it and you reach the top and you're at that last day and you're like, yes, I've engaged for seven days. And then bam, it's also the first day of the year and you need to be everything you want to be this year. (laughs) You need to be it now so that you just do everything in accordance with your mission. And that was part of figuring out purpose as well in the Ikigai exercise is figuring out your mission, which is really a combination of what you love, 
with what you feel the world needs based on the Ikigai method. So, yeah, getting to the meat of the matter of who you are is the start, if you ask me. It could have even started with something like purpose. But I feel like it was important for unity to be the first principle because that is the real overarching point. That's the whole point. That's the point. So, yes. I don't think it would be so disrespectful to switch around the days if I so felt like it. Like, if I felt like I wanted to address purpose before I address self-determination, could I make day two purpose instead? You know, like... Is that so wrong? And this was developed in 1966, right? So it's really, really new. It's a super new tradition. So is it so wrong to, you know, make my tweakings the way I see fit? Because this was one guy's idea, right? Like this was a professor of African-American studies. So, you know, a very well-versed, educated person. But... He was just one person. I'm sure he had a team as well who he consulted and everything. But who are you to not be that revolutionary too? To be that creative and come up with a tradition that people agree with and would follow? Or tweak something that is already in existence and people start practicing in that way as well? I guess that's how you get branch-offs of things, right? But yeah, all this to say that it has my brain buzzing as I enter the new year. I feel like I definitely practiced fulfilling work days during Kwanzaa that reflect absolutely what I want to see for myself in 2022. So I'm just so happy about that. And yeah, I'm ready to just keep on going and... I know you are too, even if you're feeling down, y'all, even if you're feeling down, think about Kwanzaa, like legitimately, think about doing it for a greater purpose, for everybody. If you are in a so-called minority group or marginalized group, you know that you're doing it for your people. You're doing it for the voices that have been silenced for a long, long time. It's been a long time of this kind of silence. So everyone affected by colonizers, everyone who has been colonized, everyone whose lifestyle, whose traditions, whose religion, everything is so based on the trauma, the true trauma that we've experienced, that our ancestors have experienced, that passes on generation to generation the way that we nurture our children very influenced by the way we were nurtured and so if we had a bunch of shitty nurturing (laughs) hundreds of years ago because of our circumstance like it's going to play into today you know so all people who are of a group who needs their voices heard because there has been deliberate effort into silencing us and keeping us torn apart and controlling us and erasing our connection to our history like really mental wild evil things this is for your people 
2022, everything you want to do for yourself, do it because ultimately you need to be there for your people. You need to help unite your people some way, somehow. It doesn't have to look like a protest in the streets. It doesn't have to look like giving a speech on a podium. But do something for your people, man. And to every human being, you can do something for the human race. It doesn't matter what race or ethnicity or anything you are because we still have the human race. The race of humans. The race of flesh and blood and being part animal but having incredible free will and the freedom of choice so yeah working with this wonderful balance that makes us human beings human and connecting through that and let go of the bullshit let go of the rubbish ideas attached to what you think this demographic is like or that demographic is like or blah 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 I know that it is our instinct to judge, but we need to let that go. We need to let it go or understand things as an observation as opposed to something that must mean that they are like this then because they look this way or talk this way or act this way, you know? Yeah, let go of the prejudice, let go of the prejudice. So if you're feeling very stuck and dull, my creatives, just remember that, first of all, we love each other. We're so grateful that we are committing ourselves to doing art, to doing something like art, which is something to live for. Without art, like there would be no regular human world at all. Art is what adds the spice. We're here adding the spice. Big up yourselves. Pat yourselves on the back right now for adding that spice. <laughs> yeah. And... Just know that you're doing it for your people. Whatever that may look like, you're doing it for your people. You're doing it for your group. You're doing it for the human race. You're doing it for all of us. You're doing it for unity. So, yes, I leave you with the spirit of that for the new year. All right, my lovely creatives, I leave you with the spirit of that for the new year. Unity. Unity. And your responsibility to use your freedom to the best of your ability to unify everybody, everyone. Connect, connect to everyone. Create your creative projects to connect us all. Connect subgroups, subcultures that might you know connect to another subculture and just as detailed as you have to be to get to the general idea of unity do the work do the work i am really trying to do the work now <laughs> i feel like 2021 was very hazy and there was a lot of turbulence it felt like a very very turbulent year lots of instability going on with even just where I was living and the permanence of it and so I just feel very grounded now and like I can really do something and put out my creative projects and touch the life them touch the life them touch the hearts it's all in the heart the heart the heart is the epicenter of 
unifying energy. Remember that. Use your brain, yes, but don't use it too hard to the point where you're not using your heart. So yes, I leave you all with that. Use your heart this year towards unity. And that looks like a lot of different things. It looks like a rally. It looks like an online community of people. It looks like fan mail, you know? It looks like having an exhibition. It looks like a book reading. It looks like a dance. I was going to say dance party, but I more mean like dance lessons and dance exercises where you come and dance once a week to get fit or to just have fun. And I know it's super difficult in this pandemic. Everything is pretty sad. Everything is so sad. But just keep the spirit of unity alive when you're really losing hope or you're really not sure. And take into account all of the Kwanzaa principles, you know. Learn the African names, learn an African word for once, you know. Do you know any African words? (laughs) I didn't. I feel like I didn't. I'm actually like going through my brain right now, just like, of course you knew a word. But to be honest, I don't think I did. So I'm going to give you them again. We have Umoja, Kujichagulia, Ujima, Ujama, Nia, Kuumba, and Imani. Those stand for unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. All wonderful, meaningful principles to live by. So please take anything that you get from those principles and check out the Kwanzaa videos and just apply what you can to the way that you take on this new year. Have an amazing 2022. I love all of you. And this year, I'm wishing you a very beautiful art life. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.